This is a Scream Queen production. I'm Jen Carpenter, and this is So Dead Podcast. Happy Taco Tuesday, Deadheads! Today's taco break is brought to you by the letter Z, as in Z's. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) that's just a bad joke. Uh, And my way of trying to tell you guys that today we're going to be talking about sleep paralysis. According to the hub of the 100% accurate, never, ever wrong Wikipedia, sleep paralysis is when, during waking up or falling asleep, a person is aware of what is going on around them, but unable to move or talk. During an episode, one may hallucinate, which often results in fear. Episodes normally last less than a minute, although it typically feels much longer, uh, and they can be one-time occurrences or repeat episodes. Sound awful? It has happened to me twice in my lifetime, and let me tell you, the shit is fucking terrifying. But we'll get to my stories in a little bit. I do want to talk a little bit more about the condition itself, and then we'll get into some stories. According to logic and science, sleep paralysis is often caused by narcolepsy, sleep deprivation, stress, or abnormal sleep cycles. But ask a group of people it's happened to, and an alarming number of them will tell you it's caused by something else. The devil. The devil himself. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know why I just did that. Many sufferers of sleep paralysis report similar experiences. They wake up and see or feel or sense a malevolent being sitting on their chest immobilizing them. This is often referred to as the night hag. Others wake up, unable to move, and see a shadowy figure standing nearby in the shape of a tall man wearing a hat. This figure is referred to, understandably, as hat man. Whether it's the night hag or the hat man, uh, these similar stories of visits from paralyzing demons in the middle of the night come from around the globe and date back to the very beginning of days. I'm going to tell you guys some stories sent in by listeners about sleep paralysis, but first, I want to tell you my own. So both times that it's happened to me, it was in our new house, which I don't know how much longer I can call it our new house. We've lived here for over two years now, Uh, but our current home, I'll put it that way, which that's weird to me because our new house is not haunted the way our last house was. As a lot of you know, um, we lived in a house that was just teeming with paranormal activity for about five years. We moved out of that house to purchase the house that we're in now. Few strange things have happened here and there. Not a whole lot, though. Uh, So it's strange to me that I've had these experiences in this house versus in the last one. The first time, I actually thought I was having a stroke. Uh, That's how physical of an experience it can be. My bedroom is right at the top of the stairs on the second floor. Uh, So I chose this bedroom right at the top of the stairs so that any juvenile delinquent trying to sneak out or in or sneak someone in, or any of that kind of nonsense, would have to go right past my bedroom door. And I sleep very lightly, so good luck, boys. Uh, Anyway, I'm in bed, and my bedroom door is cracked. not, Not right now. I'm not in bed right now. This would sound really weird if I was trying to podcast laying down. Or would it? Maybe I should try that someday. Hmm. 
Okay. So I was laying in bed and I had my bedroom door cracked. My oldest son came up from downstairs and I tried to call out to him to tell him something, but I couldn't speak. As this was happening, I was trying to go to bed. I didn't think I was asleep. I felt like I was, you know, in that kind of between stage, a little bit of sleep, still kind of awake. Saw my son, so I just tried to call out to him and I couldn't move. Uh, I freaked out, of course, because I was like, what the hell? Why can't I talk? Why can't I move? And the harder that I tried to talk or yell or move, the more strongly I felt this pressure, like something was actually holding me down and I was in physical pain trying to move. The weirdest part was that my door was open and the hallway light was on, so it wasn't even dark as all of this was happening. Uh, I don't know how long it lasted, probably a minute, maybe two, but it felt like forever. And by the time it was over, I felt like I could not breathe. My heart was pounding and I was just kind of legit like, what the fuck was that? Did I just have a stroke? Am I dying? What's happening? Uh, So of course, I did not sleep at all that night. The second time was way worse. Uh, That time was maybe a few months later. I was having one of those nights where I was tossing and turning. Uh, I couldn't sleep, so I went down to the living room to try to sleep in the recliner. And the recliner at that time was right in front of our big picture window. So when it was reclined, your head was maybe like an inch or so from the actual window. In the middle of the night, I woke up just absolutely panicking, feeling like I was in serious danger. It was just the weirdest feeling. I just woke up. Um, I don't know. I can't explain it. I'm trying to explain it. I shouldn't be telling it if I can't explain it probably, huh, guys? Um, I just felt terror. Um, I could feel someone watching me from the other side of the window. And when I tried to turn my head to look at them, I couldn't turn my head. I couldn't move. Uh, And out of my peripheral vision, I could actually see someone standing there with their face pressed up against the window, literally like inches from my face. And we live in the country where everything is pitch black. So all I could make out was the silhouette. I tried to get away from the window, but I still could not move. I tried to call out to my husband for help, but I couldn't make any sound. I felt like this went on forever, and I felt like my heart was going to explode by the time it was over. And so when this episode ended, of course, there was zero chance that I was actually going to sleep. So I spent the rest of the night researching sleep paralysis and the night hag and the hat man. And what I found was sleep paralysis at... I'm trying to get it right this time. It's not happening. Sleep paralysis is actually pretty common. Uh, So I asked listeners for stories, and I got so many that we're actually going to have to split this into a few episodes and cover this a few more times, I think. Uh, Here are some to share with you guys, though. And I do want to mention here, I did do a little bit of editing uh, for length, content, and continuity purposes, but these are other people's stories entirely. So this one comes from listener Maria. Maria, thank you for sending this in. It says, I've only experienced sleep paralysis once, and it was absolutely terrifying. It was probably about 10 to 12 years ago, and I was staying with my grandmother in Lansing. I had come home from work one day, and I decided on listening to music and relaxing in bed, which eventually led to a nap that I would never forget. I also don't forget about my naps because I love them. 
But I feel like you remember this nap for quite a different reason than I remember most of mine. I don't recall how long I was asleep, but all of a sudden out of a dead sleep, I remember feeling as though something had begun to run through my veins and was paralyzing me from head to toe, almost like something or someone was crawling up from the foot of my bed. The uncomfortable and unfamiliar feeling led me to try to move. I couldn't. I opened my eyes and the image was frightening. It was a crazy old bony woman with scraggly hair and long claws and teeth sitting on my chest. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, She was screaming and tearing at my face, saying what sounded like Meredith, Meredith. But now what I think was actually more like Mary Death. Holy shit. I tried to close my eyes, but it seemed as though they had been paralyzed open. She wanted me to sit and endure it. I finally got my eyes closed after a while and forced every muscle in my body to move. I got up and ran down to the dining room, drenched in a cold sweat, where my grandma and aunt were sitting at the table chatting and told them what was going on. Needless to say, I didn't return to that room for a while. Every now and again, my aunt and I will joke about hearing Meredith, but I definitely can't forget how terrified I was in that moment. Sleep paralysis is no joke. I dread the day or night that I have to encounter her again. Holy shit, Maria. I hope you never have to encounter her again because that is awful. Um, and hopefully, you know, and you, you like to, as people are recounting these experiences, I've experienced it a couple times myself, so I know it's real, but you read these and you're like, God, I hope that was just a dream. I hope that was just a really realistic dream. Um, but no, I feel you cause I've, I've been there. Not that bad, but been there. Okay. So this one comes from Garrett. It says, I had it happen to me a few months ago. I was lying face up, couldn't talk, couldn't move. I was trying hard as hell to yell to wake up my fiance, but nothing was coming out. And all I saw was this old lady at the end of the bed reaching out to touch my face. So that would be the night hag, right? If we believe in all of the lore surrounding sleep paralysis and also sounds a lot like uh, Maria's experience, although a little less terrifying, still terrifying, but I guess if she's at the end of your bed and not on top of you trying to rip out your eyeballs, maybe not quite as bad. I don't know. Uh, The first month that we were in our house, the exact same thing happened to my fiance. Both times, once we woke the other person up, the old lady went away. Wow. So I wonder if there really is something to this whole night hag thing. I've never seen her. And gentlemen... This is not uh, an opportunity to, to make jokes about your wife being the night hag. Not funny. Not here for it. So this one's from Tamara, and it says, I had this happen to me once. I felt like someone was watching me. My now ex-husband was out of town with the military, so I was alone. He had moved some outside steps to the back of the mobile home that we were living in. These steps, once he moved them, went right up to our bedroom window says he was pretty but not the sharpest so he moved them for whatever reason and just where he happened to move them to led them right up to the bedroom window smart smart at least he was pretty though right Uh, it says anyways I woke up in the middle of the night and could not physically move or speak and I remember feeling terrified the next day I was notified that a man was found prowling and he had been caught in my yard God. So 
not the night hag, not the hat man, and not sleep paralysis at all, but an actual human peeping in your window while you're sleeping. That, my friend, wins for the scariest story that I received because real people are scarier than the paranormal any day of the week. So guys, those are just a few stories that I got, but I got a ton of them. Uh, I'm cutting it here because taco breaks are supposed to be 10 minutes or less, and we're getting about there. So um, I got, like I said, I got so many that we're going to do this in a couple of episodes. So spoiler alert, our next taco break is also going to be about sleep paralysis because there are some more amazing stories that need to be shared. My sources for this taco break were Wikipedia and uh, an article on Nerdist.com written by Rosie Knight on March 20th, 2019. A new full-length episode of So Dead will be out next week, and this one's a good one. Until then, keep shining, you magnificent what the fucks. 